0: Welcome to the Inside Job Podcast with your hosts, David Evans and Casper Chittingdon.
1: We're two Brighton-based life coaches on a mission to help men lead more purposeful, authentic and fulfilling lives. So let us take you on a journey as we explore what keeps
0: men stuck and discover the empowering beliefs, fresh conditioning and growth mindsets that lead us to live life to the fullest. Welcome to episode six. <laughs> <laughs> ha! possibly i'm pretty sure this is episode six so today dave and i we turned up to 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 the studio and i said dave what are we recording today
1: yeah and we'd had a conversation um over the last couple of days about oh it could be this it could be that and um i was walking in um along the seafront down here in brighton the sea was rolling in i was Noticing how nature, even though we've had some really strong storms, was thriving. It's like nature's just like doing its thing. And that was, oh, that would be a really interesting topic to talk about. What is thriving? What does it mean to thrive? What is a life of thriveness? Even if that's a word, I don't know. (laughs) Just made that one up. And so here we are. We're going to have a, a kind of like an unplanned conversation between casper and i about what does it mean to thrive and i said i love it let's Mm. do it
0: let's get into Mm. the studio Mm. and let's have a conversation about thriving and i shared with dave the first thing that came to my mind when he said the word thrive the first thing that came up for me is health Mm. and for for myself personally i know that if i'm thriving i'm Mm. usually My health is usually in in a high state.
1: I love that, Casper. And one of the things I like to do is I love words and I like to explore the meaning of words. With this word thrive, I thought I know what it means to me, but I thought, what? Let's go to the Chambers English Dictionary and see what thrive means in there, what the definition is. And so they've got things like to grow, which, yeah, I get, to grow healthily and vigorously, which I get, to get on to do well, and then to be successful or flourish, to prosper or to increase in goods. And I think they're they're such interesting places to explore in terms of thriving. And I know certainly when I'm working with my clients, we talk about success. But it's all about success on your own terms. For me, thriving is about really acknowledging and owning your agency as a human being. And then on your own terms, deciding what does success look like? So that you can start to navigate a world where people are going to judge you, they're going to project things onto you. But one, you've got that kind of like internal compass that says, this is what success looks like. It may be linked to my purpose. I hope it's linked to your purpose. And then living a life that's creating success for you in your life, I think is an amazing thing.
0: Mm, absolutely. And it's really interesting that you bring that in, Dave, mm, because mm. I was having a coaching conversation uh, this morning with a client of mine and we very much arrived at that, at that point when you're thriving and on purpose you have all this forward energy this, this, mm. this kind of, almost this natural surge of energy coming mm. through you and you have uh, not unlimited amounts of energy but a lot of forward motion and force mm. Mm. to go and do the thing, mm. the job mm. Mm. Be the partner, mm. do the fill in the blank mm. uh, when it's in alignment for you. Mm. And when you're out of that alignment, mm. things can feel a little mm. challenging, a little mm. tough. And potentially we came across the, or talked about the analogy of pushing a rock up a hill. Mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's hard work. <laughs> and I think there's something there about thriving that is I love that kind of that energy, that surge, that sort of lit up, that effervescence that you feel. Other people might say it's like living from the overflow. It's like you're successful. You've got that alignment within you, and you've got energy then to share with others and use your energy like a powerful resource in an empowering way. And as you're saying, Casper, I think it's also interesting to look at when things are going wrong. And I'll put that in air quotes, although you can't see me. I think that's the whole thing about thriving is like when these things come our way it's like that's the challenge you've got the energy to overcome move through navigate let go drop so that you can stay in this state of thriving Um, and I've I've got an image at the moment I was away last week um, hiking up in Cumbria and up in the kind of Lake District and we had storms and weather and when the sun came out, it was it was beautiful. One of the things I started to notice as I'm outside more is mushrooms. And I've been on a kind of mushroom foraging course. I started to tune my eyes into the ground. And even amongst all of this kind of like change and destruction and I, I guess even like decay there's something that's thriving these beautiful mushrooms are like coming out of the ground it's like how can you be the kind of like the mycelium network in your life right that does the transformation so that the mushrooms are the fruits of a mycelium network and it's like that metaphor of it's it's there all the time it's transforming it's taking nutrition it's like it's got this resilience and then when the conditions happen it it releases a fruit um, and then back down to being the unseen mycelium mm.
0: Yeah, I love that, and I think that there's something there as well around noticing when we're getting into those or, or, or finding kind of that stickiness, of that resistance, and that challenge, and it's and it, and there isn't flow, mm. it was a, I think it's a clear indication. I've mentioned this many mm. times before in, in our prior conversations about that being a good signpost to potentially not on purpose mm. or out of alignment in mm. some way or mm. that there is the invitation to really look at your setup and be like, how can I overcome this resistance and how can I nudge mm. myself back into purpose and really operate from that place of the overflow. And I said earlier in this, a few minutes ago really, about for me, thriving starts with my my, my physical being, mm. my physiological mm. being. Mm. You know, if if mm. I'm moving regularly, if I'm sleeping well, if I'm eating good whole mm. foods which are nourishing mm. my body and I'm, or my mind's engaged, mm. you know, everything starts to line up and mm. I, I have so much more energy and mm. I'm so much more aware of what's going mm. on on a somatic level and that, for me, is my number one mm. is my go to mm. and anybody coming into a coaching container with me i'll always inquire into mm. what practices do they have in place that keep their physiology mm. tip top so mm. they're able to mm. overcome the challenges of life when they when mm. they arise mm. and and really and really it's the first stop for mm. me mm. it's the thing that we all have the ability we all have the Autonomy and agency to take care of ourselves first. To start, for me,
1: I love that. Inspiring to hear that, Casper. And I can, yeah, absolutely. And kind of what it's bringing up for me is like what I'm hearing you talk about is you living like above the line. We've talked about this before this like this by me consciousness of like you've made a choice to take a hundred percent responsibility for your physical well being. and. It, <clears throat> whatever state our body is in some of us may not have a full faculty of our bodies but we can still decide to make our physical well-being a priority and make it the best that it can be and that in itself and I think that's partly again it's a thriving choice and it's that opportunity to choose to live your life through the lens of like by me maybe even through me like allowing things to channel through me and I know that when I've been in a funk or when things aren't going my way I'm also even in that language of things aren't going my way I've already got too me consciousness I've allowed myself to feel like a victim and whether that I stay there or I then get angry or whether I can start rescuing and fixing I know what that feels like in my body and it's very like tense it's uncomfortable. And I'm not at peace. So I think there's another part of this which is about when I'm in the by me consciousness. Even though I might be taking difficult decisions, mulling things over, feeling a little bit uncertain, there's an inner peace that I'm connected to, a serenity. And so thriving for me is also, it can be very still. It's not just about growing and moving. There's also a thriving in I'm going to stop, I'm going to rest, I'm not going to do any emails this evening, I'm going to hang out with my girlfriend, <laughs> we're just going to do nothing together and or nourish a relationship or have a friend over for dinner. So I think there's, there's so much richness in when we've got this embodied somatic awareness of how it can inform our choices. Mm,
0: that's so interesting Dave, listening to you just speak and riff there around That sense of inner peace, and for me, I really feel that as well. You know, when I'm in Mm. that state, or what I would call, you know, optimal. Mm. We had an episode Mm. on optimal well-being, and for me, that that inner peace is clarity of mind and Mm. feeling very confident in where I am in terms of how I'm showing off my work, how I'm showing off my relationships, Mm. how I'm showing off myself, Mm. and with that comes a very still mind Mm. where. I can just switch off at the end of the day and I'm, I don't have the, the whirring thoughts or the, any kind of negative loops going on or mm. should be doing that or worried about this. Mm. It's just, it's still. Mm. And those are, that's an optimal, mm. for me, that's an optimal condition. That's, mm. a, that's, a, mm. that's an optimal place to operate from. Mm. And that's, for me, that's thriving. And if I can mm. be there mm. and maintain that, mm. Like, crating from that place is wonderful.
1: Yeah, and I can see I'm sitting across from Casper. His eyes are shining. He's smiling from ear to ear. I'm sure that will come through in his voice too. There's, there's a lit upness, um, and I really feel that, Casper. I wanted to ask you a question, actually, Casper. As I was thinking about that, I was thinking, it also sounds like it's dynamic. What might have been success for you two years ago is not what success is for you today, and it won't be what success is for you in six months' time. So how do you, like... Track that so that you're constantly or perpetually being successful on your own terms, and that in itself creates the thriving energy that you experience.
0: Yeah, great question. I think, firstly, it's being really aware of my values, mm. and values change over time, right? Love that, yeah. And when I'm not aligned to my values, mm. like for example. Or, or my values and my my, and my wants and my desires. Mm. So a recent one for me, recent, it's something that's very important to me, but has become more important over time. And that's switching off and being in nature and mm. grounding, mm. spending time on the beach or going mm. for hikes. Mm. And I noticed that when I immerse myself in nature, mm. it gives it, it shifts my state massively, mm. and I, mm. I really my mind expands. Mm. I'm able to really tune into the things that are very important to me. If I'm with somebody, I'm able to have really deep, meaningful conversations, Mm. devoid Mm. of any distractions. Mm. And so success and knowing when I'm on purpose and in alignment is when I'm doing the things that are important to me regularly. Mm. And Mm. if I'm not doing those things regularly, then I wouldn't say that I was living Mm. in alignment or I was optimal or i was achieving my own version of success
1: Mm. that's so inspiring (laughs) i could continue i've got a couple more questions actually if that's okay and this is like how we come sometimes riff when we're the inspiration for this inside job was some of the conversations that casper and i had in coffee shops as we got to know one another and it feels like we could be in a coffee shop having this conversation because i heard you say values wants and desires I'd love you just to say a little bit more about what's the difference between a want and a desire? Mm. Because that that caught me. I thought, I'm really curious. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's a really good question. And a a challenging one. I think Mm. like a want, Mm. the first thing that comes up to me is a want Mm. may actually be something that has been an an insertion Mm. from something outside of me.
1: Okay. Say a bit more. Say a bit more
0: on that. I guess... When I find myself wanting something, it mm. comes from a place of lack.
1: Okay, how interesting. Yeah,
0: and that is, I I need this to yeah. fill in, yeah. some, fill in the blank, make right. me happy, yeah. make me feel a certain way. Uh-huh. But a, a desire is more of a heart centered mm. piece. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's different. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And the reason I was going there is because we words have different meanings to different people as do values and when i heard once actually a want is a very positive thing for me so i make a distinction between a need and a want and a desire and a need is something as you said within you that i take responsibility to fulfill in terms of like my emotional health my being my diet it's like it's living above the line 100 percent responsibility And I'm totally aligned with you about desires. They're from my heart. And they're often dreams, so they're quite ethereal. And what I tend to do is chunk down from a desire to, this is what I want to do to move towards that desire. Mm. And so my wants are like, on I make an assumption that, oh, I'm not an assumption. I make sure I meet my own needs. And that's how I live from the overflow. And it's like, what do I want to do with all this energy now? There's my heart's desires. Okay, what might be the next step today? Mm.
0: yeah that's really interesting mate I love that I think that I'm always cautious for myself about Mm. that word want because it it implies that it it doesn't exist for me right now yes and I'm I'm a little cautious about creating that gap and creating that lack I I want that
1: that's okay so we're going down the rabbit hole here and I know listeners we're I know I'm very specific on language and that again is Part of the skill of a coach is to really. Well, what does that actually mean? And what I've heard Casper say is, "I want X, an object." When I'm talking about wants, it's about a behaviour. What I want to do, which is a choice, so it's like the design the dream is. I'm inspired to say, "What I'm inspired to own a camper van, right?" So I don't have one yet. But what are the actions that I need to take? And then that's into the manifestation, dreaming it up. So, I really hear what you're saying about not wanting to create yourself a kind of like lack mindset or environment, because that's a place of not thriving, too, right? It's like, how do we get into an abundant mindset? And um, and I guess this is about thriving, right? How do we hold an abundant mindset, have desires that haven't manifested yet, but still stay in abundance? Mm. Because as soon as we flip out of that, we're kind of like wanting and needing, we're going to push those things away from us.
0: Mm. Yeah, super interesting. I think that there's something there about when I'm in conversation, and this is a process that usually, it usually, it always starts at the beginning of a mm. coaching container mm. um, with all of my clients. It's about creating that vision, mm. and mm. the process is three questions: mm-hmm. What do I want to create? Mm-hmm. Who do I want to become? Mm. And how do I want to experience my day to day? Yeah, yeah. And this is an exercise yeah. where an individual can really just let loose There's yes. there's no barrier to entry yeah it's just yeah. write it as yeah. it is yeah yeah there's no oh i can't write that down because mm-hmm. fill in the blank is just go for it mm. Mm. no holes barred just mm. just create write it down mm. let it come out and then the process really there is that how do we bridge the gap between where you are now and, and what you want to create mm. without creating that lack of mm. i don 't have that yet and mm. what are the step by step processes mm. in order to bring us into that into to actualize that yeah and and that's the piece really there because when we're making conscious choices daily they're either mm. going to push us towards mm. this creation or away from it mm. and mm. it's so important to have that north star that vision. Mm. Um, and you know, that can be around anything that can be around your career, that can be around your health, that can be around the relationship that you want to create. That can Mm. be around, you know, how you want to literally from waking to sleeping, like how do you want to experience your life? Mm. Once you have that written down and it's like, it's a, it's the kind of mother of all intentions. Yes. It's the big one. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get that down and then naturally you start to, it's not held front and center all day Mm. but it's what i call in your periphery consciousness it's it's not it's not deep in the depth of your subconscious mind it's just on the side and that really helps us orientate all our major decision making around Mm. and Mm. when you can tune into something like that daily Mm. then it's very much okay is this choice going to push me in the direction Mm. of what i've stated that i want sorry desire or away from it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I love that Casper and and what I love about those three questions um, I like the first two yeah 101 coaching questions but that third one what a powerful question how do I want to experience my day day to day because that for me just like ties up the dream the visioning, the kind of like future orientated stuff with okay what does that mean for me at 9am tomorrow morning right and that's that's where it brings it into action.
0: And I'm pretty sure there mm. you know if if I said to you, Dave, how do you want to experience your day to day, it would definitely be thriving
1: yeah yeah, 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 yeah like you wouldn't yeah. choose any I'm sure yeah.
0: you wouldn't choose the yeah. whatever the opposite of thriving may yes. be so yeah. to be yeah. i I desire to be stagnant,
1: yeah yeah, yeah, unless that is what I want, is a bit of stillness, but yeah I, and yeah. and then it's thriving because it's a choice, and I love that that you're also bringing that right back to the power of our choices and whatever you are doing day to day is your choice whether it's in or out of awareness Mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful I we're also I suppose we're almost talking about what are our ways of allowing ourselves to thrive and create thriving in our lives and I know we both have this I'm going to talk about it which is what I'm hearing is about that what do you want to experience day to day I know what I do is I have a setup I have a morning routine and that is a, that and i've been in and out of that in my life but for the last kind of 18 months it's been a religious thing for me and it's it's made such a difference to my life there's so much power in that and it's the choice to carve out it's, it's about an hour for me in the morning it includes some meditation i connect with my purpose i do connect with i look at my diary what's my day looking like today i dream into this is going to be a fun meeting, this is going to be a great experience, I'm going to enjoy this, how am I going to contribute, what's my service in this, what's, how's the best way for me to contribute in these particular interactions and so already you're pre-paving your consciousness, you're pre-paving your experience to have one that's thriving.
0: Mm. Yeah I love that. For me the day by the day-to-day piece is it is how do you want to experience your day-to-day and I really feel that's a great place to start and i recall in in an earlier episode we or dave gave an example around waking up in the morning and putting on a coffee throwing Mm. on your clothes Mm. brushing your hair Mm. drinking your coffee quickly and out the door and onto the train and that is also a morning routine yes it just doesn't it's just not an optimal one yes Um, yeah and when we move into the kind of Conscious creation of how we want to experience our day to day. It's Mm. really writing that down Mm. and then asking yourself, well, what's the barrier to entry here? What do I need to let go of? What do I need to shift? How can I create an optimal experience for myself, an optimal kind of way of being so I can Mm. start to enter into this Mm. thriving? Mm. I know from my own personal experience, like I used to wake up in the morning my phone ringing mm. with my alarm and mm. I reach for it I turn off my alarm straight onto my emails and I'm I'm mm. automatically in like mm. doing mode mm. and mm. some days it's some days I might have picked up an email that triggered me yeah. and that's set me off yeah. and I'm now operating from this elevated state sort mm. of fight or flight mm. agitated mm. in a rush and it's it, I wouldn't call that a state of thriving. No. So you have to create the conditions for yourself mm. to thrive. Is, is mm. what I, is, I guess mm. what we're saying here, mm. and that starts with being intentional around like how you're operating day to day,
1: and that can be edgy, right? Because we're we're conditioned not to behave in that way. Um, you know, as I'm hearing you, you know, express that, Casper, what's coming up for me is like. You're giving yourself permission to do that. And it's, there's two things full permission to live a life on our own terms, and then full responsibility once we make that, give ourselves that permission um, for the conditions that we are right now, however they are. And then, you know, the responsibility then to um, own them and transform them. Mm. Um, I've been reading a book on leadership, and one of the things in the book it talked about it really it really impacted me and it's something oh I'm going to take this into my coaching it talked about commitments and how people oh I'm committed to this I'm committed to that or I'm committed to uh, this but I just haven't done it yet and this author and he's also a a leadership coach challenges the way you think about commitments and he said if you want to know what your commitments are just look at your life because there they are right in front of you and it's oh Wow. And it's, I've changed a few things. I thought, oh, for instance, I'm I'm getting guitar lessons. I'm learning to play the guitar. And so I've said to myself, oh, I'm committed to this. I'm having lessons. But actually I've stagnated a little bit. And the reason is because if I look every day, I'm not playing enough. And I thought, oh, how interesting. Whilst I'm telling myself a story about my commitments, actually how I manage what's going on in my day-to-day life, I'm not playing every day is that really a commitment or is that just something to make me feel better? And so I've started to play every day now and it's made a big difference of, yeah, now that is a commitment. I don't even have to tell myself it's a commitment because it's become a habit for myself.
0: And that, I guess, goes into the negative as well. It's I'm committed to be, to being a victim.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A
0: victim of circumstances, a victim of the inability to change my circumstances.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm in a, I'm in a job. I'm in a job that I don't like.
1: Mm. mm. So what are you doing about it? Mm. Nothing, but I'm committed to change. He <laughs> says a bit playfully, listeners. <laughs> it means to um maybe a little bit about the what thriving. I think it's kinda of like obvious. <laughs> um <clears throat> but we also thought we'd talk about, you know, how? How did we get into um uh, you know inspiring you I listen a bit more about us and us who we are and why it's important to us Um, so I'm happy to kick off you know I kind of like I lived my life unconsciously you know I would get below the line living for a number of years and you know in this podcast I'd mentioned how um, you know I'd lost my dad and that was kind of like my wake up call to life in terms of um, work and career and stuff like that and I started to really take of what success would look like for me in a career. And so in some ways that was starting to kind of, you know, own what thriving looked like. It allowed me to kind of own them. what do I really want to do? What is it that lights my heart up? You know, at the same time I kind of read The Alchemist um, and that really uh, inspired me to not just live in my head but, you know, listen to my heart and listen to my gut. Um, and then I've also been through, you know, a very painful and difficult divorce and that led me into i'm not thriving in my personal relationships either and you know there were some patterns that i need to learn or unlearn and le- or learn about and then unlearn them and that kind of drove me into you know I, I i worked with a therapist for about four years which was a very powerful experience and then a coach and you know and that's how i you know got into my own coaching journey and that was parallel um as I went along these journeys, you know, I found myself being more up as forward, and, you know, you know lotusly. I am thriving now. I feel like I'm, thriving. and you know, each year keeps getting better. And even though I'm going, you know, you go through challenging situations, I still feel like I'm thriving. And I guess, you know, partly our, our invitation, because you might be thinking, listener, oh, well, I don't want to go through a divorce, <laughs> you know, lose a parent or someone who's really close to me to start that journey, And that's, that's absolutely, you know, our wish as well is that, you know, there's, as an invitation to become aware of is my life right now. You know, what? You know, back to Casper's question, you know, how am I experiencing my life on a day-to-day basis? And if it is how you want it to be, that's the first thing. It's like self-compassion of like, okay, now I know. Don't mean you necessarily need to change anything at that point, but that's the invitation of like, okay, is there one thing I can change tomorrow which will bring me closer to, you know, what I want and then is there another thing and you know if you do that over a year that's to five little micro adjustments which at the end of that year um will make a big change for you
0: mm. I'm so I'm so interested in that Dave because mm. it into um you know what I wanted to, to bring into this conversation mm. uh and a concept that was birthed by uh, a British cycling coach Mm. Sir David Brailsford, mm-hmm. and he came up with uh, a concept that I absolutely love, which mm-hmm. is aggregation of marginal gain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great, great term. <laughs> right, I love it.
0: And I I really wholeheartedly believe um, in this concept. And it's, for me, thrive firstly, was my experience of it, but, you know, very similar to Dave. And, um, you know, I've, sh- I've shared in earlier episodes of... of uh, around my father' party and having a lot of space um, after he, he he left us, and uh, he really kind of asking us, you know, what is what do I want to, you know, achieve in in this fund, mm. and that was a big uh, catalyst for a, for a career change. But I I feel that my kind of didn't really come online until I had experienced burnout. Mm. And I had, I had very much been, you know, the story around, you know, and achievement really pushing. Mm. Pushing my uh, hard in my career, and the build for myself, my gym business, um, but then also push, pushing my physical limits. Mm. And those two things, mm. I, it just destroyed me. You know, I had mm. to learn the hard way here. Mm. And, um, you know, I look back on it, and, you know, from the outs- and outside of looking at it, got this awesome gym business, you know, living, living the purpose. And, you know, but like my day to day was really hard. Hmm. You know, it was very early starts, you know, late finishes, not much time for myself. And I think this is the, the key hmm. here, you know, not much self self care, really. Hmm. Um, and yes, I was training. Yes, I was. But the type of training that I was doing wasn't supportive um, hmm. of this of this thriving state. Mm. And, you know, a number of times being, um, having this within myself, literally like I would see my body moving around, but I wasn't quite connected to it. Mm. And I was, you know, this sort of typical burnout, um, uh, sort of just the, the tired, but what body would be exhorted. My mind is 120 different things that need to be done that haven't been done yet. And... You know the the worry because I was in this very like heightened flight or fights, mm. and um, I remember one particular. This is exactly this is. I was in a training session, and um, I used to do Olympic Olympic lifting. Which uh, mm-hmm. for, for listeners out there, some of you might know what this is. Um, it's snatch, clean, and jerk. Essentially, mm. how how is a barbell? How much weight can you take from ground to overhead? Mm. Two lifts. One which is a which is the snatch, which is just a quick movement bar up and drop down and stand the bar up overhead and the other is a is a cleaning joke but it's a, basically a technical strength sport mm. um which is very demanding mm. and um i had set my goal of achieving a certain uh, mm-hmm. you know a certain mm. that i wanted, wanted to hit and uh, i was i was literally mm. just said to me "Never three max lifts you know you just you're gonna fry your central nervous system mm. you know you attempt these big lifts too often and that's usually where you know. Didn't listen, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen that you get to get to get oh. into these testing windows after this number. And I, you know, the usual me at the time, you know, this is back, mm. which must have been like seven, eight years ago. Was I just a dog with a bone. Like mm. I'm just, I'm just gonna push and push and push and push mm. until I get what I want, what mm. desire. <laughs> and uh, I go for this lift, and um, and I just. I just my, my right rotator cuff was moving for, mm. and from that point I had to up all of my training you know I couldn't, mm. I couldn't exercise mm. you know, the big injury that I've had the first being ankle shortly after my dad passed away and um, I was again kind of s- slowed down to a point I couldn't exercise and actually that I was then coming into was very slow and restorative mm. and at the same time um my business partners and I got together and we were like the workload or the way that we're right now is just not really working for anybody you Mm. know I Mm. kind of thought that I was alone in in Mm. in this sort of overwhelm that I was Mm. experiencing and I was so relieved when my my business partners at the time you know we had a meeting and everybody shared that they were hosted Mm. and knackered. but Mm. I you know it didn't really occur to me to you know put my hand up and be like oh feeling a bit tired you know Mm. I I I was just kind of had this, uh, there's some kind of running in my mind Mm. that I, I, you know, strong teeth and just get it done Mm. and do the job and, Mm. you know, having a successful business means, Mm. you know, grinding hard and Mm. and working, you know, Mm. just working kind of to the bone really. And, Mm. um, hold on a second, you know, we're running a health and wellness business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am not well, Mm. I am not well. Mm. And um, and actually, really, from that point, not just for business partners, it really changed like how we started to orientate ourselves with the our message that we were giving out to, to other people. It's like mm. very much, you know, a holistic approach. Mm. There are th- 168 hours in the. week. Mm-hmm. You might be training for four. Mm. What are you doing for the rest of the time that is supporting optimal well-being and mm. this this thriving state? Mm. Mm. And started to go. Okay, how can I start to turn here? Mm. Like, what mm. can I look at? Like, should you start to affect. And to your point, mm. um, David, is like, what can I change? Like, mm. where do autonomy to make little shifts. Mm. And I thought to myself, okay, well, you know, I'm going to create a really relaxing for myself, mm-hmm. and that was that was huge. Mm-hmm. Firstly, that was, mm-hmm. and I could dial in my diet. Dial in my diet, I could dial in my sleep. Mm. You know, make sure I was staying well hydrated, and then making sure my training actually aligned with how I wanted to. I wanted to be Mm. strong, flexible, Mm. and feel great long. And Mm. that means okay, I'm going to have to drop the Mm. the weightlifting for a little Mm. bit. And um, and and honestly, I can say since that day, I'm still turning dark. And (laughs) and now it's you know it's really like finely tuning. Mm. You know my. You know everything from like deep mission to the types of people that I am hanging around mm. with, the stations that I am mm. that I am having. Um, you know everything is is really considered mm. um, that that means or, or it allows. Mm.
1: Mm. Thank you, Casper, for sharing. Love that, and really kind of sense how you are really living consciously. And um, yeah, you start off with that the aggregation of marginal gains. Um, and he- here's where it's got you to, from a you know torn shoulder to uh, living the way you're living right now mm, absolutely and
0: I, and the invitation here to our listeners is is to really or well, this let me let me start with an exercise uh, and this is this is a, uh, or, or that I give this It's writing down everything that you do in a day mm. from am. Like mm. the first thing you do when you wake up to the last thing that you mm. that you do before you go to sleep, mm. everything goes in there.
1: Mm. Mm. Write
0: it down, mm. and it has a plus if it's a, if it's a positive or a fulfilling or enriching experience, a negative if it's you know it, mm. it doesn't bring joy or mm. if it's a, it mm. it has a certain kind, um, it it comes with a certain. A, a dash if it's negative, mm, it and just you, drains you somehow. It you know, drains yeah, you. Yeah. The, the the negative if it dashes if it's, if it's you know near yeah. <laughs> n- 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 here there, it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know look through it and be like, well, what can I change here, and how mm. can I put more pluses a day? Mm. You know what small things can I commit to doing mm. that in the long a big impact on me. Mm.
1: Mm and that's uh, I love that I love that exercise it's such a powerful exercise so enlightening and you know I was just thinking also you know that's that can mean so I'll just think about my from some of my days we'll go to a spin class which will be a plus even though I'll be tired at the end so it will drain my physical energy but in terms of my own kind of like sense of well-being and happiness and thriveness it's like that's a big tick in terms of enjoyment because you know joy is also a form of nutrition but yeah it's just like also just uh you may have it physically demanding but they still give you a plus you know i walk and looking after poppy i walk probably 10 kilometers a day that's physically a commitment but um the joy it brings me is like it's a big big plus mm. just
0: thinking out and mm. it's it's really kind of like looking at those things in fine detail i that you're list this on a commuter train
1: mm. Mm.
0: and there could be a better way you know mm. you might mm. want to go well how mm. how day-to-day mm. support this mm. thriving state mm. you know mm. it might be that you decide to cycle it or out mm. of your journey mm. 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 We, we if you if you start to kind of go and look where you can make these micro adjustments like mm. over time pushing you from you know as a state of a potential lack in living and mm. optimal well-being. Mm. You know how much
1: I mm. love that. Mm. Oh, I love, yeah, I, I do. And I love that you love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, even on the, uh, you know, I was just thinking about the commuter train, maybe, you know, you've committed to a role and a job choice that you've made. How can you be a well of serenity on a place in which it can be a training environment? It can be a dojo or your gym of like, okay, I'm going to practice serenity no matter what's going on around me, you know, really living above the line and going, kind of, you know, I'm going to choose my attitude today. Um, so even those places, places, you know, there's always opportunities to you know, segment intent. Is another word I would use. You so know, what, how do I? What's person? What's my intention? And what's my state for the next segment of the future ahead of me? Whether that's ten minutes, half an hour, or two hour meeting, and you know, that way of kind of like that, that can really start to shift how you thrive through a day and to build in you know back to that question of how do I want to experience my day or day to day it's like well in that segment I am in control of how I choose to feel even if I'm I can still choose for this hour and a half to you know practice serenity I might listen to a mindfulness app book that inspires me it could be a place of you know real inspiration and that's you know that's the invitation here is to staying around
0: yeah yeah it's choosing how we respond mm, mm. and noticing when we unconsciously react
1: yeah 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 and you know we still unconsciously react you know i had a an experience someone who you know i set something up and they kind of like they they cancelled and let me down and i was kind of like, i was i did i felt really lovely it was like frustration of you know i'm all, yes exactly poppy <laughs> back and But in the end, it's like, okay, I've processed that. I'm going to allow myself to feel frustrated. That's just a a signal. But then, you know, it's like, okay, how do I get myself back into a state where I'm, you know, I can part this, I can sort that when I come back? It's not the end of the world. But, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we will still get triggered into things. You think it's a perpetual, you know, state of transformation that we're in. Dynamic awareness, you know, is also part of thriving for me. It's like allow myself to explore my feelings they're okay but not to get stuck in any one of them and, but through experiencing them actually that's where I can start to grow and transform and actually properly experience my day
0: yeah and it's also what am I what am I learning from this mm. rather mm. than oh this is happening mm. it's an invitation to mm. what's in here yeah and before we came in to record today's episode uh, I shared with Dave about you know something that is, is it's, a, it's a it's an emotion I guess it's it's um, it's a feeling that mm. is the kind of mm. sort of angulation mm. which mm. Uh, when I have I guess creative energy and know where that or I'm trying to channel that into writing or um, yes mostly it's writing mm. and, uh, and it's mm. not coming through properly mm. or if I'm mm. trying to do some work and it's not really happening it's not mm. flowing mm. get really argh, really, mm. really frustrated and um, sharing with Dave about you know, the, the state shift and the, it's moving, mm. and I think my, I kind of my conditioning goes. It's it's Monday afternoon. It's two o'clock. You should mm-hmm. the word mm. according to who <laughs> be working, mm-hmm. um, but actually, what's going to be best for me and and for me? I need to go and move. I need, to go mm. and to, mm. I need to go and I need to go throw some weights around, listen mm. to some heavy rock and roll, mm. and um, and then I can come back. And I mm. usually my state shifted mm. to a point where I'm like, oh, after that, mm. that's great, mm. and and it feels like some kind of corks being removed, and mm. it will mm. it all come out, and I'm mm. i there, and I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to uh,
1: engage with that creative flow. Sounds like you're thriving, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed listening to The Inside Job as much as we enjoyed recording it. If any of the topics we covered in this episode opened up a space of reflection or inquiry for you, or if you had any questions, we would love to hear from you. You can find our email addresses in the
0: show notes below. Thanks again for listening.